1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Bite Size, even though I just did the long-run show intro because I'm a hero and I've got it completely wrong. How's <laughs> everybody doing? We are live on TikTok. We are live on YouTube because we're legends. How is everybody doing? I've already got all this in the chat. I love it. Um, get uh, David Jones, can you repost your question because you posted it before I came on air? I'd really appreciate it, and we will answer it. If you're watching us live on TikTok, um make sure you get your questions in there if you're watching us live on youtube get your questions your comments in there and we will bat through those as we go through the next 30 odd minutes or so how is everybody doing let me know in those comments so how this works this is a live podcast that we are recording um it goes out On YouTube, on TikTok, and then we republish it out as a podcast. We're talking about running shoes tonight. We're talking about running. If you've got a a coaching question, I can answer it. If you want something to talk about running shoes, I can answer it. If you just want to talk about, I don't know, Wrexham, I can talk about it. So, again, let me know in the comments. It's all about running tonight. We're here to talk about that. Hang out with you guys. Um, and let's see how we get on over the next 30-odd minutes talking about all that sort of stuff. So uh, just to bring you up to speed, I was in Wrexham at the weekend. We was testing out the Socket Endorphin Pro 4 in a race. Yes, we did a race in a, a super shoe before we uh, did a, a definitive answer on the shoe. I know it's quite amazing because it's to do something awesome. Um, but, yes, uh, we did that, and the video of uh, how I got on with that running shoe will be out. Maybe tomorrow, maybe not. I'm going to record it uh, after this, uh, my sort of initial thoughts on the socky Endorphine Pro 4. I'll let you know how I got on with it um, in the Wrexham half that I just ran it this weekend. Um, the winter 10K, just for you, all you people who are asking, I've got them up from the garage. I'm going to be running in the hokers. Uh We've got the Hoka Chile or LO or whatever you want to call them. We're going to be running the winter 10K in those. So just so you know. So if you're at the winter 10K, let me know in the comments uh, and I'll hopefully see you there. Another one, by the way, that you keep asking me about, and I've got them up here because I've got to look at the state of them. I've got to clean them, but I'm wearing them this week. uh, Is the Guide 17, okay? So I've got the Guide 17. For those who keep asking about it, I thought because I saw them in the garage when I brought the hokers up ready for the weekend, We've got the 17 in. They're really muddy. Hang on. Let me get rid of them. Oh, But I'm wearing them um, this week. Uh, so uh, I had them last week, had them a little bit the week before. So I've had about two and a half weeks in them. And then I'll probably try and get some thoughts down on the Sockany Guide 17 this weekend. So we can put something out about that. So we've. I think we've got about 20 miles in them already. or oh, Might be yeah, 18, 19 miles in them already so um because people have been asking me in the comments about the um when i'm going to be doing a video on the guide 17 so there you go the timings on that um a couple of interesting things i saw a shoe from brooks i was on a call with brooks last week because obviously the the club stuff and um i've seen a shoe from brooks that i think you're all going to get very excited about and it's not one of the hyperion shoes okay it's a it's a new shoe from them And it, and I couldn't, (laughs) that's awful, but I couldn't believe it was actually a Brooks shoe. (laughs) It looks really, really good. So, um, yeah, I don't think we, I don't know how long we got to wait for it. It was not 100% definitive exactly when the shoe's coming out, but it looked, yeah, just think, just think along the lines of the Super Blast. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Okay. Uh, And also, obviously, don't forget you've got the Hyperion Max um, coming out, Max 2 coming out from Brooks as well uh i think that's about july time but i know a lot of them a lot of the shoe brands have got issues with shipping and stuff like at the moment so i think some of the some of the stuff's a little bit messed up in terms of when shoe launches are coming out and and that sort of stuff and also big news i don't know whether you saw if you're on tiktok welcome um but the uh, speed beast is back on sale with a new name it's called i think it's well hang on where's it gone I, i wrote it down somewhere i think it's called i think I wish I write it down Alpha. alpha t- is it Alpha Tempo? That's right. That's uh, sketches. Yeah, Sketches Go Run Alpha Tempo. It's on sale again. But that's the speed beast. It's back on sale. People love that shoe. I ran a ten k in that last year. Uh, right. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, in terms of videos this week, um, I'll be totally honest with you. I can't really remember what we. got. Co- oh, I tell you what. I've got. Uh, I finally got filmed. And I did it before I went away. The Mizuno uh, Rebellion Flash. I've got some thoughts coming out on that because I finally got to a mileage where I was happy to put a video out. That's coming, okay? That shoe is mental, okay? Just as a bit of a spoiler alert. So that's uh, coming out. Um, might even come out tomorrow. I don't know cause, because I've got to film the Pro 4. I'm going to shift some of the video videos around this week. Um, but the Wave Rebellion Flash is locked in people okay so there we go right so um again if you're just joining us we are live we're recording this on tiktok and we're recording this on youtube get your comments get your questions in running shoe related whatever if you're listening this back as a podcast thank you very much for taking us out on your run with you tonight we really do appreciate it um and yeah right let's dive in and see what you guys are up to this is okay here we go so david jones First question of the night. Chris, can you recommend a marathon shoe for my style? I'm at 205 pounds in my 50s with supination style of running. I currently rotate between the Ride, the Ghost, and Nimmers. I would expect to run a marathon in four and a half hours. Uh, I would try the Socony Kinvara Pro. There you go. Straight away, David. Bosh, have some of that. It, and the reason why, it's a stable platform. It's got two great foams in there. It's got a three-quarter length carbon plate in there. It's a fantastic shoe for the marathon distance nobody ever talks about. It's stable. It's it's a beautiful ride. It really is. I've run the shoe, uh, you know, seven and a half minute miles. I've run the shoe 10 minute miles. The shoe perform, will perform exceptionally well in a marathon, okay? It's got a great upper on it. Outsoles a bit, mm, but overall with the carbon plate, it works really, really well, okay? Right, so then we've got uh, evening, everybody, Bam Bam, Dawn, Gav, My God, there's loads of you. It's awesome. Um, Yeah, thanks, everybody, for joining us live. Uh, Evening 40. Uh, Mick's going to be at the Winter 10K. Yeah, let me know if you're at the Winter 10K, uh, if you're going for a time, what shoes you're going to be rocking out on on race day. I will be there at the Winter 10K. I'm running with Aubrey, who we had um, on this live stream a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm going to be running around the streets of London with Aubrey on uh, Saturday, Sunday. so, yeah, we're not. I'm not looking, obviously, around the time. Uh, I don't know what Aubrey's up to. We'll figure it out on, on the day, but uh, we shall see. But, yeah, so I am there. So make sure you say hello. If you are going to the winter London, winter 10K this weekend, I am going to be there. And I'm looking forward to seeing you, Mick, in particular. Uh, where's Jamie? Great to meet you, Jamie, at the weekend. I was down in Cheltenham for Park Run with Jamie. Uh, are you glad you went to watch? <laughs> yeah, I uh, hang on. Still some of me dinner. Um uh, yes, I'm glad I went to see Wrexham rather than Spurs. Spurs are always going to lose that game. They always do against Wolves. Okay, right. So, HF Prepper. So, forty. what will it be for London? Endorphin Pro 4, Vaporfly 3, or the default choice of the Adidas Pro 3? So, uh, if you're new to this whole live stream, forty Run stuff, I've been deliberating about what running shoe I'm going to be wearing for the London Marathon. And what I'm doing is going through the process of, like I just said, running the uh, super shoes, the carbon plated shoes in races. So, like I just said, I ran the Socking Endorphin Pro 4 at the Wrexham Half. I'm going to be running the Hoka, whatever you call it, uh, at the winter 10K. Uh, I've already done some um, uh, reasonable um, long runs in it. And I'm going to be doing the Pathos Half Marathon in the – I'm pointing downstairs, by the way – in the sc elite version four so i'm trying to as best i can give those shoes a fair out in to see which running shoe i'm going to wear for the london marathon i'm not 100 sure which way we're going i may go back default position of the adidas pro 3 i ran london last year in the adidas pro 3 and it done me just fine um so it's a tough one do you go yeah my head is sort of telling me you know, Adidas Pro 3, run London in the Adidas Pro 3, I think that's the most sensible option. But my heart is telling me, why don't you pick one of the other shoes? So let's see what happens. Um, I will do a video about which running shoe I'm going to wear for the London Marathon. But as I said, that won't come out until I've done the races in the super shoes. Uh, The Hoka, we've done the Alpha Flyer video. Um, I am tempted by the Vaporfly 3 to run them in the London Marathon, but I'm not yet 100% sure what shoe I'm going to wear. So let's Let's see. So I can't answer your question yet, HF Prepper. But thank you very much. Thank you, Gary, for checking the sound division. Uh, how was Rex? And Rexon was good. You did. I did get some cakes. But listen to this. I didn't get them. Do you know why? Because they're currently on uh, in Cheltenham at my brother's house. Yeah, he didn't give them to me. I got. I got the Welsh cakes. I said thanks very much to the lady. Going to my brother because I gave him all the gear when I come through the finish line. And uh, well, yeah then he sort of walked off with them. So I didn't have any Welsh cakes. He's got them in Cheltenham. So if anybody needs to um, some, Chel- uh, some Welsh cakes, go to my brother's house in, in Cheltenham. Evening EMZ. Um, Matt, where's Matt? I saw a question from Matt. Evening 40. Curious to know what you like to eat and drink the day before a marathon. Um, I'm very simple in terms of what I eat uh, and drink in terms of uh, races in general, to be honest with you. I have the same thing every long run i i don't deviate from it i have I, and this is really boring it's really not interesting unless i'm away and i'm traveling um uh, which i have done obviously recently for the london um, for the new york marathon and the berlin marathon but if i'm home so if i'm doing a race like london marathon i will have a plain bowl of pasta with butter salt and pepper on it that's it uh in terms of drinking throughout the whole day i'll be hydrating with uh electrolyte drinks and things like that uh, i've got the kendall uh mint uh product that i'll be uh that i sort of drink i also drink a lot of the arbon products uh because they're like natural vegan stuff not that, that makes any difference to the uh vegan stuff but this is just natural products so like just before i came on i had like one of their fist things so i i will just generally hydrate as as as, all I, as I normally do. I, I don't do anything differently for the marathon in which I would do for a long run. So all the stuff I'm eating and drinking is exactly the same. If I go away, uh, like I said, when I did the New York marathon and when I did uh, Berlin marathon, I had some pasta and some pizza and stuff like that. So you it's usually sort of, if I can, the sort of heavier stuff at lunchtime and then if I'm traveling and then it's sort of bit lighter in the evening. Uh, that's how I tend to, Tend to do that. But, yeah, so I'm I'm really boring with what I eat and drink. I have literally, you ask Mrs. Ford, she'll, she'll go out and get, bless her, the same stuff every week for me. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty set in my ways in terms of uh, what I have and I don't have. So I hope that helps. Matt, right, next question. Casey Rocker. I went for a speedy session today, six minutes of warm-up, 15 minutes as hard as you can, and 6 minutes cool-down. It was hard, but I full of energy since. Almost silly, Steve. Go well done, you. Uh, next. Oh, by the way, guys, if you've not seen it, there's a um, a shakeout run at the Manchester Marathon. We teamed up with Up and Running in Manchester. So we're going to be at the store in Manchester, the Up and Running store. It's totally free to join. Uh, everybody's welcome. You don't even have to be running the Manchester Marathon. Um, come along, sign up, 40runs.com. Uh, and sign up for the uh, uh, Manchester ShakeOut run. It'd be great to see you. We're going to do it around lunchtime, midday's the actual when the run starts, but we'll be in the store probably a little bit earlier. Uh, There'll be some store discounts, some other stuff we're hoping to announce in the next couple of weeks uh, around that. Uh, But yeah, get it it in early. Uh, We've got limited spaces because of the uh, store size, so get on there and and sign up. Uh, I've been blown away by how many people have already signed up, to be honest with you. So, I really strongly recommend if you are planning on coming to the Manchester Shakeout, get in there and get your ticket now. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Right. So, Gaz, I've got Manchester coming up. I found a 20 mile race as a dry run uh, before. Would you run that at target pace uh, looking to go sub 250? Jesus Christ, he's a fast runner. No, I wouldn't, to be honest with you. I'd run probably the first 15 miles maybe 10 to 15 miles at target pace. And then I'd come out of it. Uh, And then I would just use the last bit as a bit of a recovery. Uh, I think it's good to set yourself up um, in terms of doing like decent amount of target pace over, over a good stretch, like a 16 mile target run is, is a good one to do, but I don't really see much benefit over that. uh, Really. Personally, I think you'd be better off even if you did, even if you did like, you know, one or two miles, uh, uh, warm up and then did your 15 miles, let's say if I'm mistaken, and then, then you did your cool down as part of the race. Uh, but I appreciate it's a race. You might want to start hot. Um, so yeah, I would, um, I'd probably look to run the first 15, 16 miles at target and then I'd come out of it and just slowly, but surely let nature slow you down as you, as you come towards the end of the race. Um, because you want to recover because, uh, you want to, um, then go again. You've probably got more training to do the following meet, right? So you don't need to blow up uh, that early. So there you go. Anyway, good luck. Let us know how you get on. Uh, Debbie, I had my first run in the Speed 4s, the Endorphin Speed 4 tonight, and they totally lived up to the hype. They were amazing. So bouncy. You Can't not kick off. Thanks for the reviews, Chris. You're welcome. Yeah, the socketing Speed Four, but they do squeak a lot. That's the only thing with them. They squeak a hell of a lot. Try wearing, right, the Endorphin Speed 4s on a treadmill. They make a right old racket. They really, really do. Next question, James Cutler. Hi, forty. Any recommendations for a non-plated quick marathon race day shoe aiming for 330? Nothing with a really high stack. Oh, blimey. You don't want much, do you, James? Okay, so because immediately as soon as you said I want a non-plated marathon race day shoe, I'm thinking obviously Super Blast, but that's got 40-odd miller stack in it. So that's that out of the way. Hmm. Non plated. Can it have energy rods? (laughs) Because I'm thinking Boston twelve. Just putting that out there. It's not got a plate in it, it's got energy rods. What can we get away with that, James? And they're sort they're fiberglass. So they're not technically carbon. What do we think of that? Um I mean you could go hardcore, uh, and you could go Adios Adi Adidas Adios 8 or whatever is the latest version of that, maybe something like that. Just an idea. But yeah, some, something along maybe the Boston Twelve um, could be an idea if you don't want overstep. I mean, the Super Blast is the default running shoe without a carbon plate that I would say to 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 run it personally. Uh, but yeah, so let me know Boston Twelves. It's got fiberglass in it. Does that count? <laughs> be interested to know. Right, back to the questions. Uh, wanted to ask from Casey Rocker. What are the differences between the Puma Nitro running shoes, the Forever Run, the Deviate, and the Velocity? Okay, so the um, the Puma Nitro running shoes. The Forever Run is your mild stability shoe. That's got inherent stability built into it. It's got a – I think it's called like a run-free system in it, and it's the way that it's built out. It's got um, some uh, inner soles in it, especially designs, orthotics, and it's got uh, a wider platform. And it's got some jiggery-pokery with the geometries and the outsoles to keeping it really basic. But it's got no postings or anything like that in it, okay? So it's a really really different way of doing stability. So it's a mild stability shoe. It's quite wide. Then you've got the DV8 Nitro, which has got a carbon plate in it. Yeah, the DV8 Nitro shoe has a carbon plate in it from Puma. Uh, It's a fantastic shoe. It's got Puma grip on it. It's got the Elite Foam in it as well. And it's got uh, a bit of both, but it's got the elements of the elite foam in it and a carbon plate. OK, then you've got the velocity, which is your back to basics daily trainer. No carbon, no nothing, but it's very narrow. All our Puma grip, all the shoes are brilliant um, for uh, for just wear and tear. Uh, I'll be honest, you kept me right. So uh, just uh, heading over to TikTok, Jeff is saying, um, I'll be honest with you. You kept me going in my training for my first London Marathon in 2022. Thank you, Jeff, and love listening to the podcast. We appreciate that. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thanks very much for tuning in on TikTok. Uh, Okay, right. Back to uh, the questions. Evening 40s, doing some hybrid style training at the moment, needing a recommendation for an all-rounder shoe, some speed work, some easy runs, just an everyday kind of shoe, no particular budget. I think with the Boston 12 probably up there with that, or the Speed 4. Both the and Endorphin Speed 4 and the uh, Adidas Boston 12 are right up there at the moment in terms of those super trainers that can pretty much do everything. The Boston 12 is a a firmer ride. It's a slightly different fit. The upper's not brilliant. I I don't have any problems with it, but it's not brilliant. But you can do everything in it, and you've got, say, the fiberglass rods in it. And then you obviously got the Speed 4. Which is a as a softer, bouncier ride, greater upper on it, and they've improved the outsole as well. So there's two shoes that I think will be able to do all your training in. And they say they're the super trainers. Um what's this one? This is a bit of a random request. Hang on. So change. Hi Chris, just started a new Facebook account. Tried to join the forty rounds. Automatic X. I'm too new. How do I get uh send us an email? Hello at forty dot com. Any questions, just send that uh in. Mm-mm. How would you rate the Asics Trabuco Eleven for trail running? The Trabuco series from Asics are very good in terms of trail shoes. Um, I've got, actually, because they're box fresh here. I don't, uh, let me get rid of that. I've got these coming. Uh, I've not done any trails. So they're just sitting here. These are the Peregrine fourteen. From uh Socony, not tried them yet. As you can see, they're absolutely box fresh. Put them on TikTok as well. Uh Luke Andrews, yes, I am running London Marathon this year. Uh, but yeah, these are the Peregrine 14 great uh series, the Peregrine shoes. But the Tribuco shoes are very good. I love the Trabuco Max from uh uh from ASICs. So if you're looking for a um really good sort of cruising trail shoe, the uh, Tribuco Max is a good one. The other uh shoe that I really enjoy from Asics is the Fuji Speed 2. Very light, very fast, carbon-plated shoe. Uh, Aubrey's awesome. Let's We'll find out, won't we, when we run around with him on uh... Sunday? <laughs> no, he is. I'm just joking. Uh, John Davis, can I ask about the elite running shoes, carbon-plated? I wouldn't say they're just because they've got carbon plates, they're elite, but I get where you're coming from. Should an inexperienced, a slow runner, consider having a pair of these in their locker? Yeah, why not? If you've got the money, right, to go out and buy a pair of um plate running shoes, why not? Each said their own. I think it's it's all relative. Um somebody was saying about the other day uh in my soccer endorphin pro video when I was saying uh it, it's the it's the everyday runner's race shoe. And then people go, well in the comments, oh, well, it's an everyday runner.
0: stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
2: okay uh, you know eight minute miles i'm not an everyday run all this you know you, you all this started going off on my it's all relevant people right my pace is my pace and it and, and i get the benefit i feel of those running those shoes at certain paces and it's it's all about perceived effort your effort in which you're running at and if you're running at the sort of same effort level that i'm running at to achieve eight minute miles and you're doing that at your pace then you will yeah you know hopefully feel some benefit out of the shoe yeah so it's all relative so go and having a go at me because i'm claiming it's an everyday runner but you've got to be faster than eight minute miles it's complete nonsense what i'm trying to say is is that's me having to run target pace is a certain effort right if you put that certain effort in and that meant that that was 10 minute miles for you then you're still going to Feel the benefit. And that's what I was trying to say with the Endorphin Pro series that I, I think it works for all types of runners, everyday runners. You know, it doesn't matter if you're running seven minute miles or 13 minute miles, you'll still get something out of the shoe, is my point uh for race day. Yeah, it's a little bit more, or well, the previous versions have, have been a little bit more user friendly, a bit more versatile. And that's what I was getting at. Forget the paces. People get hell bent on like paces and, and running fast. And this is this and this. I wasn't saying that at all. What I was saying is, is that that pace for me works, the shoe works, and it's the same for you. It's all relative in terms of perceived effort. Okay, got the program? Right, okay. Yes, yeah, so I will see you there, Luke Adams. Um, hopefully see loads of you there. So, yes, going back to your question, John, I do believe in experience of slower runners, if you can afford it, there's absolutely nothing to stop you getting a carbon-plated running shoe. What I would say to you is don't train in them the whole time. What I would say to you is don't be that person that I see running along like I did at the um, Wrexham half marathon, you know, running along with your pronation like that. Like I saw about that on TikTok. As well. I saw about 18 people running along in a pair of vapor flies, A6 Meta Speed Skies, all like running along like this, breaking their ankles. The damage they must have been doing because they've seen a pair of carbon plated running shoes. They've seen some idiot like me on YouTube recommending it and they've gone, oh, yeah, I'll have some of that. And And the pronation was so bad, so just be careful, be mindful of what shoe you're buying okay and again, I know we're the worst on YouTube for recommending stuff, but you don't just because I say something's good it means it's good and it works for you. try it out go to your along to your local running store or, or you know or, or order them in and, and, and try them out and then see what works for you but just be careful you, that you're not doing any damage but I yes going back to your original question, John I do. I think there's absolutely um, no reason for, as you say, to inexperienced slower runners to to just go out, whatever makes you happy. If you want to wear a carbon plated running shoe, get one and go out and run in it. Just it's a placebo effect. Crack on! I think it's brilliant. Um Who's this? What was the shoe you recommended to David Jones? Uh, Rob, I recommended the Socony Kinvara Pro was the shoe I said for the London Marathon. I think it was the London Marathon he was running. That was the shoe I recommended for him to wear the for the London Marathon. Uh wherever he's actually he so Chris, can you recommend a marathon shoe? I'm 205 pounds. I'm in my fifties with um style of running. I currently rotate between the Ride Ghost and Nimbus. He's looking to run a four and a half hour marathon. I said the Kinvara Pro uh, is the shoe that I mentioned from Socone. And that's what I so, to you now. I've totally lost where I was. Brilliant. Uh, what wave am I in for the winter run this Sunday? I am in the purple wave. Uh, I think that's near the front. But I'm not 100% sure. But I believe it's the purple wave is near the front. Hopefully someone can let me know whether that's true or not. Uh, Daniel, high 40. I've noticed my Boston 12s have lost a lot of life the last time I ran them. Done about 350K. Okay, should they last a bit longer? I think some of that depends on what you're running on. I mean, that's not an excuse, but, like, I tend to wear and tear my shoes a little bit more because I'm running down the gravel paths of, of, you know, down the River Lees. Gravely takes a little bit more life out of the shoe. So I think it depends a little bit on what you're taking out of the shoe in terms of what you're running on. Uh, That's not an excuse, but I think that's something to bear in mind, sort of stuff um, that you're running on. Uh, Okay, next question. Gavin guy I missed out on the Pathos merch. Are there any plans for a shakeout before London? Uh w- yes. Uh, in terms of London, London's a tricky one, right? Because so for for the London Marathon, there will be this year. I'm just putting it out there right now. There's going to be a million shakeout runs because everybody's going to jump on the bandwagon that's created. Okay. There's going to be you ones for all you, you know. Yeah, and I'm not going to get in trouble, but there's going to be a lot of them. Okay, so. Are we going to do one? We may collab with somebody, but I, I, I'm I, in discussions about that at the moment. But I appreciate for us, it's a little bit different because a lot of people do travel in on the day for London. Um, so it's a bit of a funny one. A lot of people like to go to a park run. So it's not like Manchester where a fair amount of people are travelling up. You know, Great North Run, a fair amount of people are travelling up. We try and get people together. So I don't know right now the right answer in terms of a shakeout run for London all I'll say is there's going to be about a million of them whether we team up with somebody um that could potentially happen but I have to work through with brands and things like that to make sure that we're not upsetting anybody and and all that sort of stuff and we get the best experience for you guys if you know what I mean so there we go so that's that's the plan um yeah, without giving too much away. Okay, next question, next comment. Thanks again if you're joining us on TikTok. Thanks again if you're joining us on YouTube. Keep the comments and questions coming in. Uh, got Kendall Mint Raspberry Gels on my long run on Saturday. Well, surprisingly very good, Lucio. What's surprising about them? They're awesome. Much better for my gut than the other brands. Yeah, so the, the Kendall Mint, if you've not seen them. Have I got some in here? Yeah, I've got some in the These are the ones I use. So again, so you know it's not a total BS, just me on Facebook making videos up for the sake of making videos up. These are the gels that I use, people. Kendall Mint ones, Raspberry Flavor. Uh, I like them. They're more water-based than some of the other ones out there. Uh, Obviously, the mint is an anti-inflammatory anywhere on your gut, but they're more water-based than some of the other products out there. Uh, So I just find that they get easily digested, uh, which tends to help. They do have uh where is it i'm gonna say it wrong maltodextrin which is uh something that can upset people um but that's in most gels but yeah there we go i really like them they work for me um uh, and that's what i like okay so glad they work for you uh robert smith is there uh, yeah robert Have you not seen uh, any of the stuff? We're doing a big shakeout run with Up and Running at the Manchester store on Saturday. Get into the Facebook group if you're not on there. Go to my Instagram today. On my stories, you can join the uh, Manchester shakeout run on the Saturday. It's free to join. Everybody's welcome to join it. Sign up, Robert. We've got limited spaces. Uh, Adam Brown. Uh, Hi, Ford. He met you at the start of Wrexham. Good to see you. What was your score for the race? Uh, Wait till the video comes out, Adam. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it. I'm hoping that video will come out this weekend. Uh, i see if I can get it edited uh, and get it done. Okay. Oh, my God. There's so many questions. Thanks, everybody. Who's commenting again on TikTok. If you want to get involved, um, put your questions, for running shoes or whatever, um, or just running questions in, in the chat. Uh, Matthew, hi, for we just bought a pair of Asics Fuji Speed 2, which we were just talking about. We'll be using them for part runs. Thanks for the discount on start fitness. You're welcome. Uh, if you don't know what the code is, uh, the code is forty runs and start finish. You're going to get ten percent off that. I don't earn anything off that code. It's not an affiliate code or anything like that. Okay, so just be absolutely transparent as always. Uh, HF Prepper. Uh, never mind all this running malarkey, Fordy. Have you, signed, and Toby fixed up another camping trip? Do we want to see another camping trip? <laughs> I don't do camping. Uh, if you've not seen the video, what he's talking about, get on the YouTube channel. The video is out and up there. We've got some challenges planned this year, uh, but we've got to sort them out. It's, 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 this year's turning really busy. Uh, it's, it's great, but it's really, really busy. Uh, Mick, shoe for the winter 10K, either Vapor Vaporfly 3 or my Adidas Pro 3s. I'd go for the Vaporfly 3, Mick. Tear it up with a speaker on your back. Does anyone know where you can get A6 Super Blast? Yep, uh, uh, on the uh, A6 website at the moment. My mm-hmm. oh God, there's so many. Yeah, there we go. Uh, in the red. Uh, okay, EMZ. hi, forward, do you recommend getting a pair of Brooks Ghost Max if I would run? Yeah, I do. Uh, the Brooks Ghost Max is a fantastic running shoe. Again, if you're training for London, training for the Great North Run, Whatever you're training for, the Ghost Max is a fantastic shoe. Um, It's stable. It's comfortable. It comes in wide fit. It's not over the top in terms of pricing. The outsole is really good, so the grip's great in it. It's just a really, really good daily trainer. It's not overly heavy. You do all your training runs in it. You can go long in it, short in it, whatever. So, yeah, I I would really recommend getting the um, Ghost Max. Yeah, okay. Tried. What's this? Uh, Matt, tried the Velocity Nitro 2 a couple of weeks. I had to return them as they came up short. Yeah, you've got to watch your sizing on some of the Puma shoes. As I said, the Puma Nitro Velocity 3 uh, is very narrow. Very, very narrow. So just watch that. It's a shame, really, because it's a good shoe. But I struggle with it because it's uh, too narrow. Edex Island, running five kilometres three days a week, but soles of my feet in general, uh in general, feel like lead weights are attached. Leg muscles are fine, but feel just don't feel right. So your feet are feeling heavy. Have a look at, have a look what your what shoes you're running in. Out ah, of interest, be interested to know. Let's know what shoes you're running in. Uh, might be that. Uh, just signed up for, there we go. Someone's just signed up for the shakeout running Manchester. Looking forward to it more than a marathon. for Organizing Christian. Welcome. We've got three, three, um, say thank you to the guys up and running Manchester for putting this on. We're going to cause absolute chaos. Uh, yeah, that's a good shout as well. Um, we've done a video on how to lace up your running shoes. You could have, um, the way you're lacing up your shoes. Have a look on the channel. We've got a lacing, how to lace your running shoes video. Uh purple wave is the first wave. So I'm in the first wave at the winter ten K. So found that out today. Nine thirty start. I'll take that. Lovely jubbly. Uh okay. Ah 40, can you drag Kafuzi to a part run for a shake pre London? The US needs uh someone like him to spread the word. Okay. I'm not sure if he's coming over. I actually I'll message him. Um oh my phone's up here. I'm live on TikTok. I'll message uh, him after this and see if he's coming over. Uh, how's that? And I'll let you know next week. Does that sound good? Hi, Chris. I'm trying to get through the questions. I've just seen the time. Hi, Chris. around the Birmingham Winter Warmer event in Sutton Park on Saturday. 510k and half marathon. I, I, uh, a really great challenging half marathon running eighty Shelter it was great for my Manchester. Well done, Simon. Good job. Uh, Daniel Day forty. I'm so close to buying the New Balance SC Elite V4s, but I'm stuck on size. Uh, no, I'm a size ten in uh the New Balance SC uh version four. They're not true to size for me, but I've never never really am in the New Balance stuff. Uh, anything with like fuel cell in it, I tend to have to go up uh, a size in the um, New Balance running shoes. So the Elite SC Elite Version Four for me are a UK ten. So bear that in mind when you're uh, doing that. Look at this hero. Greg picked up some Reebok energy float rides for £40. Uh, how good's that? Reebok shoes are such a bargain. They really are. <laughs> where would you get them? Let everyone know where you got them before we go. Uh, Mark Horn managed to get the Royal Parks half marathon. Price entry is a lot. Yeah, there is a lot uh, for the... Um, Royal Parks Half Marathon. It is an expensive half marathon. The Royal Parks. It's a good one to do if you've never done it, but once you've done it once, you don't need to do it again. Uh, Right, here we go. Nova Blast Three. Yeah, have a look at have a look at your lacing. I think that's a good shout. Uh, And also, Nova Blast Three is quite a it's it's a certain ride, so you might want to try something that's that's a little bit different, a bit wide, a bit more stable. uh, I would say. So maybe try something like that. Coaching question. Uh, Okay. How do you pick your goal? How do you pick a goal pace when training for your first marathon on the day that A will just be to get round? But what should I use as my goal pace during training? Look, make it even more simple than that. Okay. What you should be doing, really, if this is your first marathon, yeah, you should be running. Most of your long runs easy. Okay. It's all about time on feet. Building that aerobic base. And just getting out of there, do your speedier stuff in the week, your high efforts, your medium efforts in the week. You know your tempo runs, your your intervals, and all that sort of stuff. Right, get that done in the week. Concentrate your concentrate on your long run. If it's your first marathon, just getting out there and getting the distances done, or the time on feet. Yeah, it depends how you uh, how you train. if you're training. Zo- if you if your heart rate training, maybe zone two, that sort of stuff. Then all I would say to you is, yeah, in that long run towards the end of it, not not maybe your bigger distances, but some of your other. Just ele- elevate the effort level a little bit. So, you know, if you're zone two all the way, maybe go to up to zone three, zone four, and then come back down to zone two. Or if you're running to pace and you're running at six-minute kilometers, drop it down to like 5.45, 5.30 per kilometer for a piece of the distance, yeah? Pick a part of the distance, whether you're going to do a little bit on, a little bit off, last three or four miles. Whatever you want to do and you want to put something in, it's all about perceived effort yeah? What you don't want to be doing is getting anywhere near the red line, okay? You don't want to be doing that. What you want to do is just take it up a notch, okay, in terms of effort. There's nothing more complicated than that. Yes, we can drill into heart rates, we can drill into power, we can drill into pace, but what you're trying to do in that marathon, in that long run, really, is just increase the effort level. Does that make any sense, Travis? Without trying to complicate it too much, I don't know, obviously, no you a runner, but if you can try somehow At some point in that long run, elevate the level of effort, right? As long as you're not going completely nuts, you will get a massive benefit out of it in your long runs, in your marathon training, okay? That's all you're looking to do. And whatever that easy pace is, right, again, let's say six-minute kilometers, 10-minute miles, whatever it is, and then one of the runs in the week, try and go out there and do, you know, 60 minutes of whatever that elevated pace felt like. Again, don't go anywhere near lactate threshold pace. We don't want you moving towards lactate threshold pace, right? But we, what we want you to do is just be a little bit uncomfortable, but pretty steady at that, yes? It's just an elevated level. And that's what you want to do. If you could throw that in into your week of training when training for a marathon, that will really, really help, okay? I hope that clears that up. Let me know, Travis, if it does or it doesn't. But it's, I know it's hard and it's confusing when you hear people, you know, oh, this is my target pace, this is my goal pace. And, all this sort of stuff, marathon pace, I'm doing this and this and, this, and throwing it all around, right? And it's, it, I get it. But just look at it really simple. It's just elevated pace, yeah, effort, heart rate, power, yeah? See what I mean? It's all it is. Don't overcomplicate it from there. Okay, right. Um, I think, yeah, I've done, this is so annoying. I think unless there's anybody's got anything else to add, we're gonna go, we're gonna go from there because I want to go and watch TV. But what I would say to you is watch out this week. Like I started off, we've got the Socky Endorphin Pro Four. I'm going to record it after this. My race thoughts of the Socky Endorphin Pro Four from the Wrexham half, and I'll put that out this week. It is a race review. I actually raced in a shoe, and I'm going to make a YouTube video about it. How awesome is that? It's unique, isn't it? And then, <laughs> a bit of bit naughty. And then uh, on Sunday, I am in London for the winter 10K. Hang on. Someone's just said this. Chester, are you running the Great North Run this year? Uh, Yes, I am running the Great North Run. Come along. We're going to be doing a big shakeout run at the Great North Run. Uh, Again, where we did last year. Last year, I think we had 300 people, something like that. This year, I'm aiming for 3,000 people at the shakeout run. The elevation, basically the Great North Run, you pretty much run up a hill the whole way. And then you do a massive Hill at the end, as you go into South Shields, you drop all the, all the elevation you drop at the end, and then you run along the seafront and you finish it. Uh, I would say it's a slow climb at the Great North Run. It's not a uh, steep hill, but it is a slow, gradual climb all the way through. But it's a fantastic run. Uh, come along as part of 40 Runs. You'll, you'll, you'll see millions of us there. Come along to the ShakeOut Run. We're doing it with Start Fitness. It's going to be at 12 o'clock uh, in the middle of town. Come along. We're going to do a live version of this award-winning podcast. Come along and see us there. And, uh, yeah, so make sure you come along, uh, Chester Pup. I look forward. I want you to come up and say hello to me. Uh, Couch to Utah hated the Great North Run. Why did you hate the Great North Run? Let me know before we go. Uh, Okay, Uh, while you're answering that, I'm going to answer this, then I'm going. Uh, If you had to choose between the Asics Nimbus 25 and the Puma Deviate Nitro 2 for half marathon, which would you pick up? I'd pick up the Puma Deviate Nitro 2 all day long. The Puma Deviate Nitro 2 is the best running shoe you can buy right now for under 100 pounds. You can get it for 82 quid using my code at StartFitness, unless Carl's put the prices up because he's been selling out of them. But um, I would get the Puma Deviate Nitro 2 all day long. It is the best running shoe you can buy right now in the UK without any doubt. Okay? So do that now. Uh, too hot uh, was catch to Utah, left waiting for a long time. Too many people running such different paces. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, you, they can't help the weather. Um, that's not the Great North Run's fault. Uh, but I appreciate the waiting time in it the Pens is a long time, especially uh, if you're further back in the waves. I do appreciate that. Uh, it, is a, it is a long wait. So, But you've got to accept if you're doing the Great North Run, it's going to take a long while. It's not a course to run a PB because there's a what's it load of people on course. Yeah. Otherwise you're just going to be weaving all the way around people. It's just not the one to do. So, um, but the great North Run I think is one of the greatest races around. Uh, I see you Jason as well at the winter 10 K uh, and that's it for me guys. So I'm going to say goodbye to everybody on TikTok. Thanks for joining us on TikTok. I really appreciate it. Let me just say goodbye to you lot. with uh, They're gone. Bye-bye, TikTok. And for you lovers on YouTube, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you very much for getting involved in the show. The show only works because you guys tune in live and hang out with me. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot that you tune in every week for this. Uh, I am live on Friday. I'm back on the long run show this Friday. Uh, So make sure you tune in. We're talking about 10K PB, how to go out and smash that 10K PB. We're doing that this week so make sure you get involved on the show uh on friday we are live from seven o'clock i don't know who's on with me i've got no idea it might just be me uh but yeah so that's it thanks very much for sticking around this long again i appreciate all the all the love tonight i'm going to try and find the um outro thing because it saves me in the edit <laughs> i shall see you all uh on uh, the weekend bye bye everyone